the antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck.
Dining with Giants from the new Thousand Foot Crutch release, Exhale. I'm Dave Hawkins, and this is The Antidote. The music you've heard over the past few weeks have come from bands that live all over the planet. India, Russia, the States, Belarus, Australia. I've lost track of some of the other ones. But I think I'm overdue to give the hometown bands some time tonight. The Antidote is based in Peterborough, Ontario, Canada, It's a small city of 80,000 people, but it's really known for its hot music scene. And it's also home to a number of really well-known Christian artists. Thousand Foot Crutch, Hawk Nelson, and FM Static, and several musicians who are on the fringe of the Christian music scene. Over the past six years of doing The Antidote, I've met with a few of these artists for a talk about their music. And tonight, I'm going to share some of their comments about their hometown. One of those is Jason Dunn. I mean, he loves the city of Peterborough. And during the time he was frontman for Hawk Nelson, he recorded a song that's a virtual walking tour of this city. Here's Not the Same. It's not the same 
Peterborough's own Jason Dunn is here on The Antidote. We're going to have some fun tonight. Because <laughs> Great to be home, Dave. And I'm glad to have you back. You bailed out on the States and you came home. They kicked me out. They kicked you out. I, you know, it happens to people. This is what, like a 10-minute drive from your place to the station. Well, I had to stop at Tim Hortons too, so tack on an extra four minutes. Does this feel strange to you, Jason, doing something here in hometown radio? It feels amazing. I think actually one of my first ever interviews was at Trent Radio. And you would have been how old at that point? I'd probably been about 18. 18. <laughs> you know, you don't have to admit how old you are now. That's 40 years old. I'm 49. <laughs> yeah, 49. I'm now 49 and a half. You look good. <laughs> we were talking about that. We were talking about walkers. But you're not at that stage just yet. No. You said you're going to quit before that happens. Well, the people at Walmart kicked me off their scooters yesterday, so I figure I guess I'm not allowed, so I'll just, just keep winging it. Walmart's not as much fun as it used yeah. to be. So you were in the States for how long? I was there for just over 10 years. Crazy. So you said you were in Nashville? And where else? Yeah, I was in Nashville, New York, and Los Angeles. And I guess in Minnesota, too, for a little bit. Minneapolis. Wow, you were really covering all yeah. the states. Yeah, knock them out one at a time, you know? <laughs> and of all the places I've lived, Peterborough has always been the greatest. And will always oh. be home. I always could, When I lived in New York, people were like, oh, where do you live? I'm like, well, or where's home for you? I'm like... Peterborough. They're like, where do you live? You, you just end up saying Toronto because that's what people know. Yeah. Not me. No way. I'd say Peterborough. I'm from the Peter Patch. I'm from the Patch. They're like, where's that? Peterborough, Ontario is sometimes known as the Peter Patch. That's right. And I have no idea where that came from, but it is interesting. Neve, you were saying that Jason is trying to turn into a true cold-blooded Canadian because we live in the, the cold white north. <laughs> He's succeeded so far. I moved here, so. Yeah. <laughs> She's got the knit cap with the maple leaf on it. Uh, for our American listeners who are not aware, uh, Tim Hortons is the coffee shop to go to. Yes. It's part of our Canadian cultural mm -hmm. identity. Knock, knock. Who's there? Starbucks. Starbucks suit. Exactly. Boom roasted. <laughs> Dark <That's>... roasted. <laughs> Peterborough again. This is a music hotbed. It is. So how was it for you, like, growing up here in Peterborough for music? It's funny because, like, as a kid, all I wanted to do was get out of Peterborough. And then as soon as you leave, like, for me especially, like, after, like, six months, I was ready to come back home. It took me <laughs> ten, but uh, some things, I guess, you, you can't rush. And uh, I think everything happens for a reason. And now I'm home, and I'm never leaving, so I hope you all get sick of me. Um, with Hawk, like... Our secret was we didn't tell anyone that we were from here. Like, it was just little things. Like, you'd walk down George Street and you'd see every band has their posters on their, on the poles. Sure. Like, promoting their shows at, like, the Gordon Bastard Market Hall or whatever. And every one of their posters were, like, photocopied. They paid 25 cents for a, a cheap photocopy. So we just went the extra step and paid a dollar and got our, our posters done in color. And, like, they stuck out. You'd walk by That's and you'd true. see our posters on the, on the poles. And we'd go into, like, the schools and play at lunch for 25 minutes during lunch. And we'd sell tickets to our show at the Gordon Bass. And every time we'd play, it'd be a sellout. And people wouldn't know that we were from this town. And then we just kind of went from here. And then we'd start playing Toronto. We'd kind of keep within, like, a three-hour radius. You know, we'd go to Guelph or London or Kitchener, you know, or Kingston. And we'd play. And then... That was back in the old days. And, yeah. of course, now you've that's, got... That's almost 20 years ago. <laughs> I know, crazy. 20 years ago. 
Oh man, that's weird. Yeah, I can see there's a little bits of gray hair coming through now. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to challenge me for that. I'm, yeah. <laughs> going to start getting a belly and oh man. You know what? I'm going to let you choose our next song because you've also got your other project, Lights Go Down. Yeah. Oh, we got to do one of those because mm. that's just kind of where I'm at mentally in my head. I, I grew up as a punk rock kid. We talked earlier, Dave and I, about MXPX and like all the bands that like defined who I am today. And uh, MXPX was one of those bands and got to tour with them in 2007. I don't know. I kind of went back as, as Hawk Nelson progressed and grew. We kind of lost our pop punk edge and I always missed that. And uh, I went back to it on this uh, LGD little project I worked on last year. Uh, this is who I am is a song I wrote about this beautiful town, the greatest city in the world, the town I call home, the town Peterborough.
This is Who I Am, Peterborough from Lights Go Down. Time to go back to the past and the pop-punk days of Hawk Nelson with uh, Jason's vocals on the song California. Then we're going to bring in Dan Biro, a longtime bassist for Hawk Nelson, for his memories on the band's early days and where their sound is headed. guest, Daniel Barrow of Hawk Nelson. Daniel, thanks for coming in and being a part of the antidote. How's it going, Dave? Good, man. Now, we got to cover the most important question of all. We're going to do it right at the start here. Rumor mill has it that the Nelson in the band name comes from Nelson Western Boots Store here in Peterborough, and Hawk actually comes from my last name, Hawkins. <laughs> is there any truth to that? There is some truth to those. Unfortunately, Dave, not in your favor. It's true. Uh, on the east side of Peterborough here, there's a place called Nelson's Boot Repair, kind of a Western theme, and that's, that's where we do get the Nelson from. I think it's subliminal how it happened. It wasn't necessarily planned out. 
uh, unless they somehow, you know, sent it over the airwaves to us. And the Hawk part, as much as I'd love to say, you know, Dave Hawkins, Ronnie Hawkins, something of that nature, I have to say it probably is Tony Hawk. I'm not into skateboarding, so I guess that does knock me out. <laughs> yeah, he's a really close personal friend. He comes up to Peterborough all the time, so uh, just just made sense. <laughs> Talk about Faithful. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is a song that was really personal to us as a band. You know, when Jason went solo, it was like, dude, that's great. That's awesome. So happy for you. But at the same time, a part of your heart sinks. And it's like, what about the three of us? <laughs> you know, like, what are we supposed to do? And, you know, there's a lot of uh, soul searching as a band and as individuals. What are we supposed to do, God? And we kind of were talking to some different lead singers about bringing them in, and we weren't sure what was going to go on. And uh, it was when Bart from Mercy Me pulled John aside and just on tour one day and said, I think you're the guy. You need to give it a shot. And we were all like, what, John? <laughs> like his mom had told him that, but <laughs> that was about it. Uh, but like looking back over the last year, it was about 51 weeks ago we played our last show with Jason, and it was with POD in Albany, Australia, of all places. Oh my! It was this thing called uh, Strawberry Jam. It was awesome. <laughs> strawberry. Jam. I tried to eat all the strawberry jam I could. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> side note, uh, that was pretty random. Uh, but you look back in 51 weeks, what God has done, and I think that maybe a lot of us can relate where you look back over the course of your life and you think, oh, God, I wanted this, or, I, you know, how come you didn't give it to me? Or, you know, we're always asking God for things, and we're not always necessarily getting them the way we think they should play out. But when you look back and you see where you are now, you kind of see how God has been faithful through it all and how he has better ideas than we have. And so this record is kind of proof of that for us, um, the whole new lineup, and, and just the support and the fans, um, this is it. This is, we can see how he's been faithful. So this is a song and hope you can uh, relate. Daniel, you've been awesome. You've put up with all my questions and you haven't walked out, so that's good. Amazing, amazingly prepared man right here, everybody. Mr. Dave <laughs> Hawkins, love it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Daniel from Hawk Nelson and you're listening to The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. You never promised me that this would be easy I never knew that anything could be this hard I wanna trust that you know what you're doing But right now, I'm just falling apart It's hard to see it when I'm living in the moment But your love's still written on my heart I get lost when I feel the wind blowing I gotta cling to who you My fears aside, my life's a work that I know you'll finish 
local music communities are really pretty tight with musicians moving from one project to another or helping out on someone else's project. In 2008, Matt Page, the original drummer for Hawk Nelson, moved on to be a part of the Birthday Boys, not a Christian band, but they put out some really cool music. This is Scars. Tonight's guest, Christian Harvey, you've been involved in too many bands. I've gotten to play with a lot of great people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Talk about this band, Maggie Fame. Yeah, so it was fun. It was just like, um, so there was a bunch of bands. There was, um, there was a band called Star in the 90s. It was a Peterborough band. There was a, there was a band called Hibiscus Bloom, which were from Burlington. Uh, I was in Thousand Foot Crutch. Um, kind of what happened is that I left Thousand Foot Crutch. Star and Hibiscus Bloom uh, folded, and we all liked each other. And so we all started playing together, and it was a lot of fun. Um, we were all in pretty well. Hibiscus Bloom wasn't, but Star and Thousand Foot Crush both kind of heavier bands, and so we kind of wanted to do a bit of a lighter thing. And uh, and it was a real. We just started jamming, and and it was a lot of. It's one of my favorite albums that I've played on, though very few people have it. So it was cool. This song is called Cinderella's Big Regret, and it's one of my favorite from the album. Christian, it's been awesome having you on. David's a pleasure. Went to your party and you cried On my sad shoulder and I Was wishing that you were another year older in time And time can fix it all they say But I don't know
That was an artist who was another band's original drummer. Christian Harvey, of course, spoke about his early days with TFK and his time with Maggie Fame. As an Anglican minister, Christian is usually seen out on the streets of Peterborough, not playing music, but heading up the warming room, which serves the needs of the city's homeless. A past resident is The Descenders, who moved on to Vancouver. Hard Times is a song from the band's Days in the Peter Patch. Enjoy.
scandalous for all the brothers who can't handle this thousand foot taking up mad space. Too much is out that we can wipe out. We got that classic touch, nothing changed to represent in the same way you lecture. And here's a lecture, it's all about the smooth texture. We can be like you get it on quick, slick when the rip hits your head, drum in the worst stick like flick quick when you're not where you be going to. Who you over to? On the other end, who's gonna be your friend? Just a little something to think about, no doubt. Now's about to let the
the big music name in Peterborough, Thousand Foot Crutch. And that was the song that brought them to everybody's attention, Rhyme Animal. And here comes Trevor for a chat about TFK's past. Peterborough's own Trevor McNeven is on the line to share some thoughts on TFK. Trevor, thanks for joining The Antidote. Thank you so much, brother. Thanks for having me. We're going to start off with the most important question of all. Do you miss Peterborough? <laughs> I always miss Peterborough, man. It's one of my favorite little towns, absolutely. It'll always be my hometown and live there most of my life. My wife and I enjoy Nashville. It's great. We love it. But, uh, you know, my hometown will always be Peterborough, no question. What was it like starting Thousand Foot Crutch? I mean, honestly, it was at the end of school, and uh, I had a band called Oddball for a little bit with Neil, my buddy from Three Days of Grace, and uh, a few other friends. Uh, we only actually played one show at Oddball, and then started Thousand Foot Crutch after that. I think I was 18 at the time. Music's something you want to get into. It's not really one of those things that is covered on career day. You know, you kind of, <laughs> you just got to choose it. If you, if you feel inspired and you feel called to that and, and you love it, then something you got to just chase and you got to be willing to chase it at all costs. So it's been a, a long and incredible journey so far, man. And, uh, you know, Peterborough, so many amazing memories about kind of starting the band in that area and just the great shows that we had for a long time there. TFK's initial success came with the release of That's What People Do back in 98. What was the recording process like? We met a friend uh, named Andy Horrocks that has a small studio up in Kitchener-Waterloo area. And uh, we, we kind of met him through a, a smaller show that we had played. I, he was like, hey, you know, I dig your stuff. I'd love to record it. And we were looking to do a recording, so it kind of uh, was as, as easy as that. We would work all week and then go up there for a whole weekend and uh, sleep on the studio floor right on it. <laughs> all three of us would... Uh, crash underneath the mixing console, record all weekend, go back and work, and then just back and forth until the record was done. And uh, our first one was called That's What People Do, and uh, it actually ended up coming out in 98, and then we did Set It Off, and that came out in 2001. And yeah, that was the beginning, man. We um, had, a, had a couple songs featured on some American uh, compilations, kind of just ended up opening up a lot of doors for us uh, stateside. And through that, we've just kept pushing, man. We've played pretty much uh, <laughs> everywhere you can think of through the years, and been very blessed to get to do what we do and to, to you know, been able to do it at the level that we've been able to. So we're, we feel like, you know, there's always a lot to learn, man, no matter where you're at in this business and, and how long you've been in it. And we're just excited to, uh, for the next step and to keep growing, man. We, we feel blessed to still be a band after all these years and to feel like we're just getting started. So All the fans, and uh, myself included, certainly appreciate what you put out over the years. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it, Dave. In Peterborough, you know, uh, Trent Radio and The Wolf, and there was a lot of classic rock going on uh, with The Wolf in town and stuff. That was one of those things that I think between classic rock and the hip-hop influence, all that kind of stuff poured into what we listened to and uh, the natural progressions of what we sound like. Well, Trevor, any final sage word of wisdom to the residents of Peterborough? I don't know about wisdom, but uh, I miss you guys, and I, I miss that town. So uh, hopefully we'll get to see you guys soon. And uh, thanks for what you do, Dave. We appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for spending some time with us. Hey, Peter Burrell, this is Trevor with TFK, hanging out with Dave Hawkins on The Antidote.
Call her the same names Laughing at 
McNeven is one of the busiest guys you could ever meet. He's writing and mentoring all kinds of artists and, of course, performing with TFK, but you know, that was never enough for him. So he brought out his sideband, FM Static, which put out songs that don't really fit into the thousand foot crutch style, like our last song, Crazy Mary. Well, I've been busy this week having interviews with several artists, so there's lots coming up on future episodes of The Antidote. One of those artists is going to appear next week. Chris Jackson is known for writing hit songs for artists like Cheryl Cole, Tank, Tony Braxton, and B. Smythe. He also records his own really cool R&B soul blends with a Christian focus. His new release, No Chaser, is absolutely perfect, seriously. And you'll hear some of his music along with my talk with Chris next week. Well, we've got another song coming from FM Static, one of their mellower tracks called Last Train Home. Enjoy this and come back next week to The Antidote. Looks like another long dark night Another moon, another question why It's like we were never meant to know sometimes But nobody wants to be left behind If we were smarter we could win this thing Leave all the problems in the kitchen sink We'd all laugh as we touch the sky Just like in heaven where the angels fly
Shout